Hi, this is Mike Farkas reading from my book, Phone Slaves. Welcome to episode four, which sees our hero in conversation with his childhood friend Swami at a little Irish pub on the outskirts of Montreal West called The Sweaty Melon. What'll it be? I'll have a Guinness. I'm afraid we're out. You're out? You're an Irish pub. There's one thing you're supposed to stock, and that's Guinness. You're a stout outlet. How can a stout outlet be out of stout? Well, we're expecting a delivery in the next 24 hours. Oh, I see. All right. Mook tones himself down apologetically. It's not your fault, of course. Can I get you anything else, then? What do you say, Swami? Hmm. Aside from stout, what else does one get at a pub? Jamie's. What are Jamie's? A little Irish whiskey, courtesy of John Jameson and Sons. I'm sure you've heard of it. I see. We'll have two of those, please. Perfect. The barmaid disappears. The place fills up quick. A full-on wake seems to be on the agenda. All manner of well-groomed people arriving in a steady succession of black peacoats, Stetsons, and Cavanaugh's. All of them far too well-dressed and sober to fit the pub scene. The sort of sobriety that funerals bring about. A buffet of mediocre Italian food is laid out by the entrance, so that just as you walk into the place, the buffet is blasted with arctic air and a small squall of irate, errant flurries. The chef boyardee middle of the roadness of the food barely cuts through the sour air of old pub sweat and rotten mop permeating the place. The sour melon smells like a hockey bag. And that's how they like it, goddammit. An authentic Irish pub with authentic Irish stink. The walls are draped with oil paintings of prize fighters. The paintings are gallery-worthy. God love the fighting Irish. The barmaid is gorgeous, says Swami. Most of them are. No, I mean really gorgeous. I drop in here every couple years, and it never ceases to amaze me how they keep getting younger. Ain't that the truth? And younger, and sporting ever tighter sweaters. An impressive generation. Yeah, take my ex-girlfriend, for example. Oh, it's over? You guys are done, like, for good? Yep, we've done the break-up and get-back-together thing several times. We're done. Sorry to hear it, Swam. It hasn't been easy since my ex took off to St. Tabuda Gadzooks. I've got the kids full-time. Trying to juggle it all by myself gets tedious. Luckily, I have my mom and Ziasha alternating to help with after-school and suppers whenever I have work. (sighs) Yeah, but you'll never regret time spent with your children? No, I know. But I feel she may have left me because of my limited availability. Your ex-wife or Rachel? Rachel, obviously. It's been over ten years with my ex-wife. I know. Just a question. Were you and Rachel living together? On and off. 
Would you go to her or would she come to you? She would come to me. Swami holds up his phone, revealing a beautiful photo of Rachel. She's gorgeous. She is. Want to see a picture of my girl? Of course. Mook holds up his phone, revealing the nude image wallpaper of P, hands pressed together at her heart, chastely. Well, she's gorgeous and cute and fantastic. Yep, I know. You're a lucky guy, Mook. I know I am. Listen, I don't mean to pry, but did anything happen to precipitate your breakup in terms of an incident? Was there, like, a blowout or just a slow buildup of dissatisfaction over time? Well, I honestly think she got sick of my schedule. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I'm still feeling messy and kind of upset about it. The barmaid arrives with the drinks. Mook raises his shot. To feeling messy and upset. Swami smiles big in agreement. To feeling messy and upset. You know, Mook, I like your writing so much. I mean, your Facebook posts, they're very entertaining. Much appreciated, compadre. Why don't you, you know, write something more serious like a book? I've tried and invariably I come up with 80 pages of confessional drivel. But there must or at least might be some golden nuggets in those 80 pages of drivel. Maybe a couple. But generally it's shit. Hard to follow, mistensed garbage. You should try again. I figure if the story were inside of me, it would just pour out, you know? Like, I have to be honest and say I don't feel I could ever hold a candle to any of my favorite authors. But for all you know, they feel the same way about their favorite authors. Probably. So. So, how's your yoga business? Things are moving along reasonably well. I have about 40 classes scheduled for next month. That's great! I'm sure you'll find some new lovely in no time. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to look yet. This whiskey tastes even better now that I know it's paid for with yoga money. Swami's eyes light with a small laugh. He smiles big so his beard spreads across his face. His hair is scraggly and up in a ponytail. His shoulders and neck are wrapped in a red Lebanese desert scarf. He looks like a wintered version of a desert nomad. Swami, anyone ever tell you you look like a Tsigan desert nomad? All the time. My father's Algerian, Pied Noir, remember? A Blackfoot? A refugee ejected to Europe when Algeria won its independence from French rule. So you come by it honestly, eh? Your refugee look and your wiki quote. Son of a Fuji first class. My mom is from India in case you forgot. I didn't forget. Love your mom. And her enchanted spice cupboard and garage. She's good? Yeah. This alcohol is my head all warm, man. They don't call them spirits for nothing, Swami. Hey, do you have anything to smoke? No cigarettes. You only smoke joints, right? Correct. You have one on you? Actually, yeah. 
Yes, I do. Well, I'm ready. Had enough of the Irish sauna? They exit and step onto the stoop of the alcove of the adjacent baby clothing store. Mook allows the toothpick-sized combustible to burn a few seconds before toking up the tiny cherry. An elderly couple passing glare at them. So weird that people take offense to the smell of weed. You find? I do. There's a certain type of tight ass who coughs in an exaggerated way when they walk by. The other day, one of these intentional coughers caught me on guard, and I told him I hope he chokes to death. You didn't. I did. Heroic. How? Well, we've discovered and proven the pre-existence of cannabinoid receptors in our brains. Ziasha studies that. It's strange, though, how some people get a charge out of going around making others feel bad. You'd never do that, eh, Mook? Well, I've matured a lot. Maybe not quite enough, though. Everything in moderation, Swami. The sales job has somehow raised my level of confidence. What are you selling again? Nothing really. Wholesale rates on 5G telephone and internet service. Phone speed. At For Sure Telecom? Yep, For Sure Telecom. So it's phone sales? Yep. Telesales for telecom. I did recruiting for like six months. Felt much the same as sales. Wasting my life on the phone, soliciting stuff I care nothing about. Extremely unrewarding. Sounds it. Especially humbling when you can't hit commission. How do you handle the nine to five, man? I love the people at the office, and I'm pretty well into the groove at this point, right? I just know I'll never move any further up the ladder, uh, at this type of sales gig at least. Why, though? Why don't you hit commission? Well, I have hit commissions from time to time, but too few and far between to merit mention. The turnover on lead generators and new recruits is ridiculously high. It's monkey work. They burn you. It's a job for a kid in his 20s. But they must like you. They obviously appreciate your sense of humor and way with words, right? Hmm, some days less than others. I've had my moments. Minor incidents, let's call them. Yeah? What happened? 